Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear practical and engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. Hopefully, you're one of the fortunate few who have never hit the bottom. And what I mean by hitting the bottom, that phrase, it actually reminds me of the optimist who fell from a skyscraper. And as he passed each floor, the people could hear him saying, so far, so good. So far, so good. You know, we're like that when we stay hopeful in the face of a likely disaster getting ready to take place in our lives. Optimism, yes, is a good attitude to assume. However, putting aside our confidence and our hopefulness, we sometimes hit rock bottom anyway. The event we've dreaded actually materializes, and we're forced to confront a personal crisis. When the worst happens, what are we to do? An old adage says, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Whatever your philosophy may be, I'm sure you agree that you can tell a great deal about a person by seeing how they handle hitting the bottom, or really any adversity in their life. You know, there's two common reactions to hitting the bottom or going through these type of ordeals, and that is denial and confrontation. Another term for these is fight or flight. Either I'm going to stay and and fight through this, or I'm going to run and run as far away as I can. We can choose to handle our problems and find ways to cope or cure, or we can run away from them and not face reality. The stories of the young rich ruler who confronted Jesus and that of Peter's denial are actually interesting cases for this point. The ruler asks what he must do to inherit eternal life. And it is to be commended for both being interested in the topic and for even going to Jesus and asking him. Jesus gave him a partial list of requirements, which dealt with the ruler's relationships with other people, to which the ruler answered that he had done these things from an early age. The young ruler must have been elated, just excited to be able to answer that I'm doing that. I've always done that. And although he thought he was doing well, he was about to hit the bottom. When Jesus heard this in Luke 18, 22, he said to him, you still lack one thing, sell everything that you have and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. The one thing the ruler lacked was also the one thing he would not sacrifice. In verse 23, when he heard this, he became very sad because he was very wealthy. In Luke 18, verse 23, then, it says, when he heard this, he became very sad because he was very wealthy. This tells us he went away grieved and sorrowful after hearing the answer that Jesus had to give. Coming face to face with the commandments of the Lord for this young, rich ruler was hitting the bottom. He chose to disobey the command of the Lord and continue in the way that he had known for so long, valuing only the carnal things above the spiritual things. And really, again, this is a common response. Hitting the bottom brings sorrow and causes flight, running from what is true, running from what is right. In so choosing, we then understand that the young, rich ruler also chose separation from God. For God does not honor those who love people or possessions more than they love him. But think about Peter. Peter hit the bottom as well. Late at night, as the captive Savior's eyes met his he realized that he had denied the Lord three times just as Jesus had prophesied and just as Peter had promised he never would do. This sudden realization of this shortcoming in his life brought a different response from Peter than it did from the young rich ruler. 
because Peter actually wept, and he wept bitterly. After another exhortation from the Savior, Peter went on to become a bold proclaimer of the gospel, even to the open defiance of powerful men who sought to discourage him, as we find in Acts 5, and ultimately to the death of a martyr. Hitting the bottom often brings sorrow, yet this is not always bad. Paul tells us there are two kinds of sorrow, and we see them both contrasted in the two examples we just covered. The sorrow of the young rich ruler was the sorrow of the world. This is a sorrow which does not lead to righteousness. It does not change men's lives, but it leads to ungodly choices and separation from God. Now, on the other hand, the sorrow of Peter, that's a godly sorrow, which is good. The sorrow that brings us to a realization of ourselves as we really are, needy and in total reliance upon the grace of God. This sorrow leads us to repentance, turning from sin and turning toward God. Not all that happens to us is brought on by our own actions. Much of what happens in our lives is sometimes brought on beyond our control. We have comfort in the fact that our righteous Father does not hold us accountable for these events. However, He holds us accountable for how we handle them. Hitting the bottom does not need to be the end. It can be a new beginning. It just all depends on how we turn or where we turn. And so I hope you never hit the bottom. But if you do, be sure to turn toward God instead of away from Him. Instead of concentrating on how far you've fallen and how hard you hit the bottom, concentrate on how high you can bounce back with God's help and grace. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle, subscribing to it, sharing it with those that you love. As always, it's my prayer that God be with you and that you seek Him in all things. Until next time, God bless.